Welcome to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast, where you will learn how to identify, evaluate, negotiate, perform due diligence on, finance, turn around and operate mobile home parks. And now, here is your host, the fifth largest mobile home park owner in the United States, Frank Rolf. We all know the government enacted the HUD SEAL program back around 1976. But are you aware there's some other requirements that HUD placed on mobile homes that are important that you be aware of? This is Frank Rolf, the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. We're going to talk about snow loads, wind loads, and thermal zones. Now, what are these things? Well, when the government took over mobile home manufacturing, later on, they decided that there were certain attributes of mobile homes that were also important beyond the simple fact that mobile homes were built in a factory to government specs and government tolerances. And they decided there were three key things that every mobile home need to have in order to be a safe place to live. And the first was called the snow load. Now, it makes complete sense why they would want to have a snow load minimum on a mobile home, because some areas of America get a whole lot more snow. And as a result, we all know that snow has weight. And the concern was if we don't have a rating system in place for mobile homes, that mobile home roofs would not be able to handle that much weight, and they would, in fact, cave in. So the government decided they would come up with three different tranches of snow load. And when you look over the map, which you can see online, you'll see it's kind of interesting. You've got the south, and their snow load is 20 pounds per square foot. Then you got the middle of America, that snow load is 30 pounds a square foot. And then you have the north, which is 40 pounds per square foot. But it doesn't come out quite like that, because the 40 pounds per square foot is only in the states of Maine and Alaska. So most of the U.S. is at the 20 pounds per square foot. And then you've got that 30 pounds per square foot in a limited number of states, only in Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, Montana, Minnesota, Michigan, and Vermont. That's it. So otherwise, you're in good shape as far as heavy snow goes, other than the two that require the biggest snow load, which are Maine and Alaska. Now, what if you got the wrong home and the wrong snow load? Well, you can't do that. You've got to make sure that the mobile home, whether it be new or used, that it, in fact, is based on the correct zone. So you cannot move a home with a 20-pound per square foot snow load to a state like Colorado because Colorado requires 30 pounds per square foot. And you can't move one out of Colorado. You can't truck that thing on up into Alaska because that requires 40 pounds. But you can go the other direction. You can take a snow load home of any of the higher zones. You could take a home all day long from Alaska, and you can move that on down to Texas, and it wouldn't matter. So when it comes to snow load, you have to make sure you match your home to where it is, but you can always have one that requires or allows for much greater snow on a lesser zone. Then you've got your wind loads. Now, there are three wind load sections of America. There's zone one, zone two, and zone three. Now, zone one is most of the United States. So then where is zone two and zone three? They're all on the East Coast. If you look at the wind load map, you will see that it's very, very dissimilar to the snow load. The snow load is kind of spread out across America based on your latitude. But the wind load is all basically set on the East Coast. Now, why would that be? Why is that the place where we have to really, really worry about wind? I thought it was Kansas and tornadoes, right? No, no, not the case. Because tornadoes can happen anywhere in America, 
And those are at forces that you really can't normally construct something to be safe in. But everything is based on hurricanes when it comes to wind load. So when you're looking at wind load, if you look at the wind load map, you'll see that most of America is in fact in zone one. And in fact, zone two and zone three are right next to each other, all on the East Coast. Three is the stuff that's right on the beach, right on the edge of the ocean. And then zone two is the stuff that's just to the west of that. Now, as before, if you want to move homes between those zones, okay, we can take one that's built for zone two or zone three wind load and move it into zone one. But I cannot take something from zone one and move that into zone two or zone three. Therein lies the problem. But yet there's more than just snow and wind load. There's also thermal zone. Now, what the heck is thermal zone? Well, thermal zone is based on how basically how much insulation that the home has. Now, on thermal zones, it makes a whole lot more sense when you look at the U.S. map. So zone one thermal are Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, and Florida. Basically what we know is the American South and Southeast. So that's zone one. Zone two is California, Arizona, New Mexico, Kansas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, and North Carolina. Now, I myself am a little confused why California and Arizona are not in zone one, because I would not think of them as being that much colder than the other states. So that, that kind of, I don't really fully understand that. But basically, you've got a total of about 17 states that are zone one or zone two. And the other 30 plus states, those are all zone three on thermal. So basically, it's all your northern states that are required to have greater insulation. Of course, it makes complete sense because mobile homes can be very, very expensive to heat. And you would want to have homes to the north which much, with much greater insulation to hold down that home heating supply. Can you move homes within thermal zones? Again, as before, if you have a home that is in thermal zone three, then you could move it to zone two or zone one. But you're not really supposed to move a home from zone one to thermal zone two or three because that home would be deemed to not have the correct thermal properties. Now, how does this code work? Well, if you're buying a new home, it's simple because the manufacturer will match where the home is going to what the snow load, wind load, and thermal zone requirements are. So new homes are not that complicated. Where it gets kind of weird are when you buy used homes because you want to make sure you're doing the right thing, but how can you? Well, you need to check your title. The title will typically say what the snow load, wind load, and thermal zone is of that house. So that's one way you can match it. You can also kind of guesstimate if you couldn't get a title, if you're buying an old used home and can't find the title. Now, I don't re not recommend doing that necessarily, but you could kind of guess that if you're buying a home that was originally placed in the north, that it would probably be in thermal zone three and in probably snow load two, unless it was in the, those two states where you have the higher snow load. And therefore, you can probably be fairly safe in your bet. Because if I'm buying a home and it's located in Maine, well, then I know that I've probably got that 40 pounds per square foot snow load. And if I take a home from Maine and move it to the south, I probably would be fine. But if you read the law, the law is really based on the first delivery of the home. And I myself am not even sure exactly on used homes what HUD's requirements are as far as moving between those different zones on a used home. 
So for about a 1980s home, which came in after HUD, and it was located in one state that's, let's say it's in a thermal zone two, does that mean I can't move it to thermal zone three? I don't have the answer to that. And that's the key question on used homes is you'll have to do your best bets on what you can and cannot do. And to get that information, I would contact your state mobile home association. They can probably tell you on that state what the requirements are because all of these zones cut across entire states with the one exception being wind load because not all of South Carolina, for example, is in the strongest wind zone. So much of South Carolina is still in wind zone one but the stuff on the coast is on wind zones two and three. So I would talk to your state MHA and see what they say. You could also do copious research yourself online, or you could even try and contact HUD perhaps. But as we all know, in, in, in all of the bureaucracy that has become the mobile home industry, it's normally not that clear cut. And it's hard to always get a straight answer. The best thing is just to use common sense. If you study those maps of where things are located at and where the zones fall, you'll soon see that you can probably make a pretty safe estimate when you're buying these homes of where they are supposed to go. Now, do mistakes arise? Yes. Many people in the industry heard the tale of the person who bought some mobile homes from a factory and the salesman put down the wrong state on the sales contract and the homes were delivered that were not the correct snow load. What happened? Well, the manufacturer, because it was a salesman's mistake, ultimately had to come out and change those homes by reinforcing the roofs to the correct snow load. So even on new homes, things can happen. But the important thing is you need to be aware of this issue. If you talk to most mobile home park owners, they have no clue that there's such a thing as a snow load or a wind load or a thermal zone. And additionally, many people are confused and they kind of do their own guesstimate of the wind load states, believing those to be the ones like Kansas, which we all think of because of the Wizard of Oz as being a heavy tornado state, they assume that's what it's all about when it's actually not. It's all about hurricane threat. So keep your eyes open. Look at the maps that you can find online. You'll be able to figure it all out to the best of your ability. When buying homes, whether new or used, ask the right questions. Make sure that you've got the right zones for your homes and you should be fine. This is Frank Roth, the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this. Talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Be sure to visit us at mhpmastery.com to subscribe to the show, read our show transcriptions, and access all of our great information on mobile home park investing.